I just feel sorry for people. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I just feel like, rah, it just means... You're not, that's what I'm saying. You're not where I am mentally. Yeah. You're not, we're not, we're not in the same headspace. So for me, like now, if anything, I have, I'll try and apply sympathy or empathy to, to where somebody is at because, um, you know, not everybody's going to be where you are. Some people have to learn from you. Like I, I I want all my people to be where I am or above me. I don't have an issue with Mm. that because, you know, if I'm, if that person's doing well, I, I'm doing well as well. That's how I am. Like. If you're winning, I'm winning too. So I don't want to see people going through hardship or difficulty. Well, like, you just hit the nail on the, the head. It's because of me. We're all selfish, isn't it? We all think that, oh, do you know what? Yeah, you know, he's got multiple baby mums outside or yeah, he's <laughs> cheated on all of his girlfriends beforehand or he's never had a job or he even stole from this, this and this person. But for me, he's going to make sense for me. <laughs> Right, guys, welcome to another episode of Advice with Alex and Friends, the podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and I'm joined by a special guest today. My name is Daphor. You can follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at Daps Meets World. It's the same one for all of them, isn't it? Yeah, man. Syncing. Synchronizing. Yeah, it's a good way to, like, have consistency. And of course, you can follow the podcast Advice with Alex on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow me personally at From Alexandra on Instagram, Twitter and Snapchat as well. So we're going to start off with a nonsensical thing of the week. Have you managed to think of one or should I just go first? No, you first, ladies okay, first. All right, all right. Thank you. Um, my nonsensical thing of the week is the A2. Uh, for those of you that don't know what the A2 is, it's a, it's a, a road that is um not a road i don't know it's not a motorway but what do you call it an a road so we call them a road yeah an a road yeah so it's an a road and it takes you from i don't know from kent into london and it was just chocolate block today and it just i don't understand why so then i had to take a different way to get here and i was late so yeah i i didn't make sense this week because of the a2 um but yeah that's my nonsensical thing of the week we move we move okay yeah. first of all thanks for having me um Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, mine would be, I don't know, the week's just started, so I can't really think. Okay, what about from last week? I don't want to put negativity in your life, yeah, but there has to be something that annoyed you that didn't make sense, that was stupid. It can even be yourself, like, no? No, I'm quite positive. I don't know. Okay, all right. Well, then what, what what was good from your week then? What was good? Um, I've got an exam coming up. I've got my project management Prince 2 exam coming up. Okay. So that's quite good. So that's your project management exams, do you have to pay for them or just the company pay for them? Um, this in particular one, my company's paying for it. Okay, okay. That's my good. previous ones I've had to pay. For yourself, yeah. And how long does it like take to get like when you're all done? What do you mean? Like like how many more exams do you have to do? Or is it like a by stages? Um, no, there's like different, there's various different exams. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's like... There's loads of different ones, loads of different institutions. Um, yeah, but I'm doing a Prince too. Have you heard of it? I've, I have heard of a Prince too before. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like with accounting, uh, like accounting, there's a set number of exams that you have to do before you can say, oh yeah, I'm a certified accountant. It doesn't oh. work the same way with like a project manager. Um, not necessarily, okay. but um, it helps to have it because it's kind of leverage. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I find is that like the people that project management... Um, that do project management like have been around for like long they don't really have them because they just got experience okay yeah i hear that whereas nowadays yeah it just helps isn't it like yeah, if yeah. you're coming into the market you've got 
the job market, you've got it. It just it shows the employer that you're serious. Yeah, you can ask your, for more money, innit? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. leverage. Pay me. It's good to have as well. I think it just shows that you're dedicated, dedicated to studying and growing in the in the skill. In that, yeah. That's good though. How what made you get into project management? Ah, so we've got to start there. Is that yeah, we yeah, we might as well. <laughs> um project management. Was that feel, something you always wanted to do? Because I feel like with project management, it's so broad in terms of what, like, it's not specific to a, like, one field, is it? Mm. Yeah, there's, like, different fields where you can be, like, a project manager. So what made you think, okay, that's something I want to do? Or did you fall into it? With me, like, I've always wanted to work for myself. Mm-hmm. So when I chose a career, I had to choose something that I feel like can be transferred into the business world. Mm. Being a project manager, you learn skills to manage projects Mm -hmm. that you can apply to business and Mm -hmm. you are essentially working within a business organization, Mm -hmm. managing projects. Um, Also, I feel like I'm a people's person. I don't feel like I'm the type of person that wants to sit in front of a desk all day. Shade. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, no shade, no shade. (laughs) Obviously, if that's what you like to do. It's okay, it's okay. It's not my thing. (laughs) So I like to like be on a goal, be on a move, Mm -hmm. build relationships with people. Yeah, I think I'll go mad being in front of a desk all day. Mm, like, and mm-hmm. I, yeah. So I looked at like the market, looked at the the job roles because essentially before I wanted to be an accountant. Okay. I actually studied accounting and management. Mm. But with the accounting side of things, it's like you're more static. So I thought project management makes sense. Looked into it and I thought, yeah, I've got skills here that I can transfer mm-hmm. into that. And yeah, that's how I got into it. Okay. Oh, that's good. And you switched on, it seems quite early because for you to be a project manager now, that's like a lot of people I, I know only kind of became that role maybe in their late 20s. No, I'm not actually a project manager yet. So yeah, I'm still okay, training. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, I'm still training. So I'm more like junior. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good that you've already made the decision now anyway. So yeah, most people I know, like I'm like it's later on in their life that they kind of get there. But yeah, that's good. Well done you. Well done to you too. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, right. So I think the first thing that we'll do, just seeing as we're talking about project management, like we'll go into the word workplace. So obviously in your job, you said that you're kind of up and down, but I'm sure you still have to interact with different kinds of people. Mm. Um, like I wanted to talk about code switching because how I talk now on the podcast is not how I talk when I go to work. Is, would you say that's the same for you or are you consistent all the way around? Um, I've learned to adapt, I would say. <laughs> so I've yeah, you to kind of switched there. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, definitely you have to, you have yeah, to yeah. adapt. Yeah. yeah, you have to adapt. Um, but why do we have to adapt? Why can't we just talk how we are now? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Why do we feel the need to like code switch? Because we're coming from a different world. That's what I would say, coming from a different world and they don't really understand in the corporate world, you know, it's corporate, so you've got to adjust, adjust to that to setting. Them. Okay. Yeah, you've got to adjust to that settings. I don't I don't agree with it, mm. to be fair, because I feel like there's a lot of people that don't know how to, and I feel like I feel awkward for them. When I'm at work and I see people that don't know how to adapt, mm-hmm. I feel awkward and I shouldn't. But don't you think that they're being their authentic self? No, they are. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. But because I'm in a corporate world mm-hmm. and then there's of our corporate people there mm-hmm. it just feels strange mm-hmm. i don't know and i should i shouldn't feel weird yeah but weird about i feel it. i feel it feels cringy to me mm. it feels do you know what i mean i know what you mean um do you know the show insecure nah what's mm. that okay have you ever heard of Issa ray 
the actress. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. So she's got a show called Insecure and she's got a best friend called Molly and Molly's like um, a high-flying... Is she a lawyer? I think... I want to say she's a lawyer, but she's basically like doing really well. Um, And there was this other... In the office that she worked in, she was the only black woman that worked there and then there was another black woman that came in maybe as like a, a junior associate mm. and they wanted her to like I guess code switch um and they got Molly to try and talk to her and she was like do you know what I, I don't want to do this I don't I don't feel mm. like it's my job as the token black person to go and tell another black person to switch so then, what sort of like the boss told her yeah like can you talk to her and she but how was she talking though like she was being like quote-unquote ghetto Okay. Yeah. And then um basically she got fired because when they I guess when like a white lady tried to tell her, she kind of took it the wrong way. Mm. Whereas maybe if this character Molly had spoken to her, she would have known how to like say it. Well so the white woman got fired. No, no, no. The the black girl that came in got fired. Got fired because she couldn't adapt. Yeah. Or I don't we didn't quite see what happened in like Mm. the exchange. We just never saw her again. No, it's a, it's a bit of a sticky one. I can't mm-hmm. lie because mm-hmm. it shouldn't be like that. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be like that. But we are coming into a corporate environment, someone else's business, and they have procedures, standards, way of doing things. So, so you feel like we should just come in and change and adapt, basically, like as per company. I don't think we should. Okay, but I don't feel like you're gonna get far if you don't. Okay, so you've got to learn to. Mm, that's not I've learned this recently, but mm-hmm. you've got to learn to play the game, innit? Oh yeah. You've got to learn to play the game. There's workplace politics for sure. There really is workplace politics. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you don't know how to move, like, you get chewed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, But it's funny that because we code switch, but then I feel like there's white people when you go to work, they don't. Like, they don't change up anything. They don't. They're, 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 they're like, the same. Like... For me, like one of my first jobs when I came out of uni, I was the only like woman that mm. worked in the office. Um, and I was also the youngest. I was like, I don't know, 21, 22. And um, like it was all these older white men that worked in the office and they said all sorts of things to me. Like the first, like when I first started working there, I was quiet because I didn't know what to say. They said mm. all sorts of like inappropriate, like sexual jokes and stuff. I didn't say anything. Over time, I learned to be like give witty responses but i feel like they don't change but we do we like feel like we have to so i don't know i feel like but you got to picture it if mm-hmm. if it was the other way around yeah don't you feel like they would have to switch no because white is right no nah, i don't agree with that you don't agree are in a corporate playing, world are maybe you, are you playing safe you say white is right yeah white is right i feel like wherever you go just from my own personal experience, like a lot of, um, and let me not even say why it's right. Let me say, I think a lot of probably English people when they go abroad, um, they just are stuck in their ways and they want everyone to adapt to how they are. I've seen it. I've seen it like in other countries when I worked abroad, like it's oh things should be done. No, but you're not, this ain't your country. Relax. I agree so with that though. Yeah, I feel like they have a bad um, reputation, English people, mm-hmm. all around the world, especially in Europe. When like you go to like, I went Budapest in Jan, 
Mm-hmm. And it's Do you like, like it? I like the country, yeah. But like the people, they were like, oh, English people, you guys are not friendly. Like you guys just think you can come to the country, trash it. Because I think people go there for like stag dudes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Get drunk, mess up the... Prague as well. Yeah, or Prague as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as soon as they hear you're British, they're like, oh, okay. That was like um, Cyprus. I remember like when I went to Ayanapa, I was like, well, I don't know, 19 or something. And they, the way that they treat British people is disgusting, but it's because... Mm of all of the the nonsense that has taken place there previously. So that's what I'm saying. Like this, I do what I want mentality sticks with a lot of British people wherever it is that they go. So I don't know. I just feel like we should change it. I don't feel like... Mm. As I was saying, play by your own rules. Play by your own rules. I think so as well. But I think just being adaptive is important. Like wherever Mm -hmm. you are, whatever environment you're in. Be a chameleon. That's not what I was saying. (laughs) I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. No, nah, but you just got to learn to adapt, mm. isn't it? Like, like, are you going to understand how you communicate? Yeah, yeah. Are you going to be able to get your message across? Oh, yeah, no, of course. You have to speak in a way that everybody's going to understand because mm. you don't want to, like, it's counterproductive to say, oh, I don't know, to speak in slang to your boss and your boss is looking at you like, what, what, what did you say? That doesn't make sense. So I think obviously you should use standard English, but I think a lot of people change things to try and, like, adapt, but the efforts aren't necessarily appreciated. Mm. And also in terms of humour, I remember like when I first started out working, I felt almost obliged to laugh at certain things that I didn't find funny. First and foremost, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't watch what you watched last night. <laughs> That's not my cup of tea. I don't find the comedians that mm. you find funny, funny. Like, do you know what I mean? It, for me, it was different. But now I'm like, I will say, oh, I don't know what that is. Or, mm. no, I didn't find that funny. Or No, I can't lie. Some of their jokes are funny still. <laughs> I'm not saying that they're not. No, but if it's not funny, I won't laugh. Yeah, yeah. But I can't lie, some of their banter is funny mm-hmm, still. Mm-hmm. Mad funny still. What was I going to say? Yeah, one of my colleagues, basically, um, she was getting interviewed for um, a job, like yeah. a placement within mm-hmm. my workplace. Mm-hmm. And it was for like a train company. Okay. And then when we come back here yeah, and ask her like, oh, how was your interview? What did they ask you? So they, were, they asked us, oh, so they asked her, yeah. There was that to her. Okay, so what's the company about? And she was like, oh, trains and things. That's what she said to us, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But obviously, she like, didn't say. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but she you, didn't mean to say it. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But that was her first. Yeah. You know that was just a common response, but mm-hmm. it was just it, it, like everyone was laughing. Do you mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. just, it's. I felt awkward for her. Do you get what I mean? But it shouldn't feel like that. Why did you feel awkward for? But she was talking to you guys as her friends. No, but there was other oh, other okay. people there, okay, like okay, managers or the trainer, or whatever. Do you okay. get what I mean? The slip of the but, tongue. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I don't know, man. I don't know. What yeah. do you think? Like, do you feel like? Um, it should like I, I think it shouldn't be like that. But I think there's a lot more work to be done for it to change. For like, it to change, yeah, it's yeah. true. I think the older you get, the, the less you care. I think I'm at that stage where I, I don't care. Mm. I'll, I'll say what I need to say. It's funny because at work, um, some there's like a French lady that I work with, and she was like. Well, I, I said to her, where do you think, where do I sound like I'm from? She said, I sound like I'm from London. I was like, okay, cool. She was like, but you're, she was like, you're like midway. She was like, you don't enunciate all of your T's, but you enunciate <laughs> some of them. Like, I was like, okay, I can, I can live with that. That's fine. So I feel like they know that I'm not, um, a hundred percent like, like prim and proper. They know that I feel a bit more authentic mm. I suppose. but at the end of the day like mm. we just need to build our own in it that's what i believe mm-hmm. like we still need we just need to build our own mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and build our own things in it so 
we don't have to so we can feel comfortable comfortable in our own yeah. environments do you get what i mean so it's true. that's the aim in it i think i think that's what we need to strive for mm-hmm. to own our own so we do you know we can employ our kids or stuff like that so mm-hmm. keep the money in our community 100 percent. yeah because people get money and within an hour mm. oh this is getting deep yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> on that note though do you think it's like someone said to me it's like um self-hatred that we kind of like buy into like like buying european brands and stuff like that and we don't buy our own brands like people are saying that you know like wigs like we're trying to look oh like eurocentric basically. eurocentric yeah, and yeah. stuff like that what's your thoughts on that oh oh okay um do we have time um yeah it's complicated because our self-hatred is not something that has like started recently this is deep rooted in our history for reasons that we all know and i'm not going to get into right now but Mm. um i think that we don't have as much opportunity and i think that when a black person comes in we're really hard on each other like we're like we set the bar for each other really high when um amongst other ethnic groups like mediocrity is fine like Mm. they're allowed to be mediocre when we're not allowed to be mediocre we're really hard on ourselves so you go to an event for example that's run by like black people Mm. and it doesn't go how you want it to go you're like oh that was like i ain't never going there again do you know what i mean that Mm. kind of thing whereas if you went to another event that maybe i don't know was hosted by asians or hosted by white (laughs) people and they messed up you wouldn't bat an eyelid it wouldn't be an Mm. issue so i think that we're really really like tough on ourselves which in a way is good because that means that we're producing excellence mm. but at the same time we don't give like people room to grow because before you get to mastery you have to practice you're going to make mistakes mm. on along the way um in terms of wigs um and buying do you know what i'm not going to go into the wig thing because i feel like as black women you do whatever you want to do with your hair i think our hair is an expression of like how we feel Being today yeah no no I, I'm, I'm saying it from experience like right now i'm going through a phase where i can't be asked with a wig so i have braids but when i feel like wearing a wig i will flat slap a wig on it's not a oh yeah i want to look a certain particular way i literally mm. i i like my natural hair so i will rock my natural hair as often as i possibly can it's to do with for me it's to do with maintenance because it's long getting up in the morning and Mm. doing all of that um but i would say in terms of buying because even and i'm i'm thinking of this and i'm guilty of this like where i live on the like the nearest hair shop there is an asian shop that's massive and there's a black shop at the end of the road and i don't go there mm. i go to where the, the the asian shop and i it's like this conversation is making me think because back in the day i used to go there mm. so maybe i need to switch up things and start going there do you know what i mean and just kind of put money back but what was the reason that is it because of the service it's cheaper oh it's cheaper i know it's cheaper but essentially what's a couple of pounds if that makes sense in the long term if i know it's gonna go and their customer service was really good like mm. they really so self-hatred basically it it wasn't her... <laughs> do you know what <laughs> no 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 don't do that to me no um i don't think it's self-hatred i think it was a convenience because where they are like it's more convenient to get to you but i think now <laughs> i'm going to trek the extra mile to go and get my hair stuff from like up there i hear you yeah. i hear you yeah. it's deep though that's a deep combo it is it is. that's deep yeah. but yeah me now i try to make more of an effort to support black businesses and mm-hmm. black people mm-hmm. or sometimes i think it's hard as well why do you think it's hard 
because sometimes I feel like we don't have a standard like for example like being late my friend was saying this to me the other day like when you go to a, a Caribbean shop like people kind of oh play to the ster- no, like no, they play no. to the sorry, stereotype what like I can't huh I can't I'm so sorry like when you go there there's nothing <laughs> like do you know do you know what pisses me off especially when there's like a little market or somewhere mm. that you can buy stuff like locally okay you run out of planting okay so go buy some then but yeah they don't have nothing sorry to cut you off Kyra. that's what i'm saying so <laughs> like i just feel like we let ourselves down in in certain aspects of that like yeah playing to the stereotype like people feel like when they go to a caribbean shop that's what they're gonna get mm. and it shouldn't be that if we understand okay that's what people will set out for us why don't we strive to be different change it yeah some people are, do you know what it is like some people when you give them the little ounce of power and they go mad and I, I remember my experience trying to get a Nigerian passport this year. That did not make sense. That's the bit. That's or did you the, go to the embassy? The, yes. <laughs> that whole experience to me did not make sense. I don't want anything to do with that place ever again. If I need to renew my passport, I'll renew it in Nigeria because I know it will be an easier process than doing it in this UK. Because from when you get there to enter, like, why are you people checking? It comes like security when you're trying to enter a nightclub. That's one. When you enter, when you go downstairs... Like, and you you try and get the ticket, they're rude. Like, it's just, oh my gosh. They just send you all over the place. And I, I didn't print out my ticket. Because mm. it's 2019, we sh- we can show things or the email thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. They're like, no, you need to go and print it. So then they, they like working with this printer guy down the road and he's got an attitude as well. So, oh my day is like, so. Okay, but in that instance, why don't we send them emails like, oh, guys, what do you work on your customer service? Like, why don't we do something? Oh, yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right, it? you're right. But it's like, we'll just turn around and be like, oh, and I hate we'll that just place. complain, yeah. I don't know, like, like I said, it's deep, isn't it? Like, mm. this can, it's gonna, let's try to focus back on what we were speaking <laughs> before we just lose ourselves. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's important to talk about anyway, but yeah, we'll move on. We'll move on to something else. Um, oh, so we was gonna talk about or well i kind of said women feeling the need to fix men mm. now you you told me something i don't know if you want to talk about it on air or not but um that's where i got the idea from basically um because i do know of women who are in relationship after relationship and it doesn't make sense and it's like um why do you keep choosing the same type of person and they're like oh yeah i want to fix them or i see potential in them and i want to help them do Mm. this this and this and in that process of you giving like you're you're being drained of your resources and your energy and that's going to that person and they're becoming better but you're having the opposite effect is happening to you so yeah i don't Mm -hmm. know um yeah man that's a big topic i would say on that is like Obviously, something that definitely happens, something that is mm-hmm. constantly happening. Mm-hmm. Um, With big women too. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say is that, like, I feel like one thing I've learned recently, I feel, is that we attract what we are. Ooh. So I feel mm-hmm. like if you keep attracting that, it's like, what does it fix- say about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? You have to fix something within you. Mm. Yes, yes, I agree. So, yeah, that's what I would say on that. In terms of, men or women both fixing that like, because there's guys that feel like oh sh- i can save her quote, okay unquote. well i've I, it's funny that you say that because i've not really heard of this so 
you're gonna have to enlighten enlighten me. I always know. Not that me way. personally. I'm not, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying like you don't have to. Mm. You know, name names or whatever. Not that anybody would know, but like just to kind of explain. Okay, there's people that think they can turn mm-hmm. a certain kind of girl into a housewife or not oh, a housewife, okay, but you okay. know what they say, like, oh, turn off. Oh, into a housewife, housewife yeah. or whatever. It's like people feel like they can Do change people. It's like people are living a certain life and you feel like, okay, I can change her. Or so she I never stays him. in her house and you think that you can make her stay in the house? Or no, what? no, no, no. That's not, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, just trying to change someone, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. change them from what they are to what you want. What like, you trying to mold them into be. something yeah. else. Or, yeah. okay, I, I like this thing about you. I want you to be like this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to mold you into this mm-hmm. you know I, I think from both it's not i don't think that's right i, I know it happens mm-hmm. um but i don't think it's healthy mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. i f- i feel like now me personally anyway i speak for me personally it's like i feel like you need to be whole as a person like you need to know what you want you need to know what you stand for do you know what yeah. i mean and mm-hmm. If someone accepts you for who you are, if they like you, mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying? You've got to have your own stuff going on mm-hmm. and make sure, you know, you're chasing whatever you're chasing. And mm-hmm. if they decide, okay, then you lot can work together. You lot can partner somehow yep. and do life together in it. But mm-hmm. in terms of like, oh, you're doing this. I want to mold you into this. I don't think it's healthy. And I feel like in the long run, it's not, I don't feel like that's a good foundation. It's not conducive, no. Yeah, I don't think it's a good foundation um, to build your relationship on. Mm-hmm. What What do you think? No, what you're trying to put me on the spot. No, no, no. no um, <laughs> do you know what? I, I I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's when this relationship game is not a joke, and I think a lot of people just think, "Oh, yeah, I'll just be like with somebody for the sake of it." I think, especially as you get older, obviously when you're younger, date be be free whatever but as you kind of get older or even if you are young and you want to settle down Mm. I think you kind of have to ask yourself what do I bring to the table that's men and women together that's first and foremost a lot of people are like well I want a guy that does this or I want a girl that does this and they set out all of these checklists but nobody's kind of looking at what's going on with them nobody's perfect but we've all got strengths and we've all got areas that we need to work on so Mm. When you meet somebody, I feel like it's very important for you to kind of put your things out on the table so that they can see. If it matches, just like like when you're going for a job, the interview process is not only for them to vet you, but for you to vet them. Can I actually see if I could work in this place? If this, if your ethos doesn't work with me, I'm going to have to turn it down. It doesn't matter how much. I mean, obviously some people are going to compromise that. That's on them. But me personally, if our thinking process doesn't align i'm gonna turn the job Mm. down and it's the same thing with a relationship i think if you both put everything on the table from early you know what you're looking at now nobody's gonna come with no baggage or nobody's going to be perfect but you kind of say do you know what this person is 80 percent or 70 percent or 90 percent whatever i can get with that and then you guys can Mm. You're supposed to compliment each other, I think, wherever somebody's lacking, that other person comes in there. But it shouldn't be a burden. I don't think any relationship should be a burden. Obviously, you're going to have times where it's difficult for you. But um, the most part, it should be happy. And it should be, you know, you guys are like working towards something. Um, but nobody should be mm. a fixer of th- the other. Otherwise, th- you're not ready to be mm, in a relationship. Mm. That's me, I think. Personally. No, that, that, I hear you. Oh, I feel like that sounds good on paper. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there is instances people hear that p- 
people have changed people just to put it out there yeah would no, you say that no nobody changes not changes people okay but i would say that in the beginning it, it maybe it wasn't it wasn't perfect okay i see you what, know what i'm you saying mean. or like yeah okay. he was living a certain lifestyle right. or they were doing something and then it's worked out for the best you know what i'm saying so obviously on paper it sounds yeah like everything needs to be perfect mm. you know 80 percent or whatever mm. but i'm saying sometimes life don't work like that you know god works in a mysterious way sometimes mm-hmm. but obviously it's hard isn't it like there's i don't think there's not like a right or wrong answer but i feel like there should be when you're approaching a relationship or you're speaking to someone you should just be honest you're saying honest yeah be honest be honest (laughs) be open and you know what you said yeah i think in a situation where it was difficult and you know the other person came out the other side i think you need to talk to the person that actually went through it with that person because a lot of the times that person if they're honest they would have compromised themselves i don't think it's a case of oh you know don't get me wrong like yes there can be instances where actually you know I'm, I'm lying like I don't, I don't I think like when you actually sit down and talk to people that have been through it with their partner and now everything seems like it's great be honest with yourself you know that you a bit of you died or like you compromised yourself beyond belief sometimes to be in these situations I know that we all know people like that it's like why are you still with this person I don't understand and now everything is good yeah but what did you put me through in order mm. for us to get here you should have never put me through that in the first place that's what i think personally but then again then there's girls mm-hmm. that will be like they, they'll kind of f- not force you into a relationship yeah you can't force anyone no, you can't into, force a into a relationship <laughs> yeah no 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 not force you into a relationship mm. but they kind of give you an, an ultimatum yeah, that so, happens a lot so then you you if you're not ready then you say no i can't be in the relationship and then you walk away i know a lot of people like feel that they have to but nah if so no of course but that's what i'm saying you're talking from a point of view of you being the age that you are now i'm saying it from young okay but now you're obviously we're more mature now yeah yeah we're more mature you've got logical mindsets we can think listen you can think through things properly big big age okay but i'm just saying in general yeah (laughs) Yeah, okay let's talk about someone that's 19 18 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do you get what i mean Mm -hmm. it might be a bit more difficult you won't be thinking like that okay now because we've been through certain things and we've you're in a relationship mm-hmm. do you get what i'm saying you you have a logical perspective yeah, do you yeah. get what i mean but mm-hmm. like it's not that easy for someone who's 18 or 16 and that, that's fine because you're young you learn from your experiences i'm not this isn't i'm that's not me projecting it onto somebody that age because i feel like at that age people mess up people are silly but you're supposed to be i think if that's the mm. time f- that's the time for you to mess up. Why are you committing? Is There's only very few people that, you know, from when they were 16, they started dating and they're still together, you know, 10, 20 years later or whatever. But for the most part, people are going to, people who went through it in uni. Would you say yeah, that you've tried to change someone? Have you, have you been that person? <laughs> I have to think. It's taking a bit long because I'm, I'm proper scanning. Do I think I've tried to change people? Not completely. Not Maybe completely. a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Elaborate. Like suggesting things. Suggesting, okay. Yeah, like suggesting. Like, what, uh, like you should do this job or... Yeah, you could like... No, nah, not in terms of jobs. Uh, to be <laughs> fair, I, I feel like people have always been patterned in that area. But I don't know. 
But I think there's a difference between suggesting and changing. Like, if I make a suggestion to you, it's up to you if you take it or not. If mm. I give you advice, it's up to you whether you take it. But am I going to keep badgering you to make sure that you've done what I suggested to you? No. Okay, but I'm talking about perspective of someone that, okay, they're living Some, a, a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. This is that doesn't make sense, yeah. That they're a bad boy or whatever, and they mm. want to change them into a okay, good guy. Okay, then no, I didn't. No, I've never done oh, that. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I've never done that. Yeah. I'm, I'm being honest. You're nodding your head. You seem like you don't believe me. I said, cool. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, I've, I've never done that. I've never changed anybody. But like, what's the psychology behind that? What, changing for female, somebody? For a female, from your perspective, like why do females feel like, even though they know that, okay, this guy is not good for me, mm-hmm. why do they feel like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go into this anyway. And because of me, he's going to, he's going to change. Yeah, I feel like I can change him. Well, like, you just hit the nail on the, the head. It's because of me. We're all selfish, isn't it? We all think that, oh, do you know what? Yeah, you know, he's got multiple baby mums outside or yeah, he's <laughs> cheated on all of his girlfriends beforehand or he's never had a job or he even stole from this, this and this person. But for me, he's going to make sense for mm. me. Like, I think that's what it is. Um, That's number one, I'm going to say. Mm. Number two, like beforehand, you were talking about people fixing people. A lot of people are not fixed. A lot of people are going through things. And have you ever like pointed something out to somebody and they immediately deflect like oh but you done what it's defensive it's defensive i think it's the same thing with fixing it's hard for you to sit down and look at yourself and say like i need to improve these things on myself um but it's easy for you to spot weaknesses in other people and try and fix them so i think a lot of people try and fix other people thinking it will fix them but it doesn't and that's why i always say to people when you do something for somebody ask yourself why are you doing it if you, if your answer is, you know, I'm doing it out of the kindness of my heart, I'm doing it and I don't ever expect anything back from that person, then clearly you're doing it for the right reasons. But a lot of people do things for other people and then they get upset when that person doesn't do anything for mm. them or doesn't reciprocate. Nobody forced you to do what you were doing for that person. You do something off of your own merit. And I think a lot of people set themselves up for disappointment and failure because they do things for people for the wrong reasons. I'm sure you know a person like that, that every day they tweet, every day Snapchat, people ain't this, da, 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 da. No, but why are you, why are you still, you're still going to do for that person. So why are you complaining? You like it. You like to complain. No, but I agree though on that, that you shouldn't expect people to, reciprocate yeah thing what you've done but at the end of the day yeah if someone's your friend i understand that it can be painful isn't it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, it's painful mm -hmm, isn't it like mm -hmm, if when you do when you're helping someone or when you've helped someone out and then when it's you they're not showing that love or even if when you need someone to like you just need someone to talk to you do you know what i mean you're calling their phone they say i'm busy i'm busy do you know what i'm saying it happens isn't it but yeah so i understand people's perspective in it but i'm not the type of person that would go out and start tweeting madnesses but I understand people's frustration in yeah. in that sense, in it, but yeah, in life, I don't feel like you should expect anything. I hear yeah, you. you shouldn't expect anything from anybody um, because nobody owes you anything. But at the same time, when it comes to certain people, you do have expectations, though. You have like, okay, you you believe that there's a high probability that if I do this for this person, if I call this person for this thing. They would reciprocate. They would reciprocate. And if they didn't, you would be hurt. Yeah, I'm not saying that you're not going to be hurt. And Mm. and I'm I'm not saying that you're not allowed to be hurt. You are. But ultimately, you have to go over it and remember that nobody owes you anything. And um, I throughout the years, I have been somebody that's kind of like given. And I think where I haven't given in 
to men, like in the sense of trying to fix them, I've given to friends or family, if that makes sense. So I think maybe that's my fall, my falling, mm. like my soft spot, falling point. I don't know, whatever you'd call it. Like I know people who have run into debt because of a guy. That was never going to be me. Did you know what I mean? Like, but if some, I guess if somebody close to me was to ask me for something, then that would be. So I, I, I'm, I'm just talking about relationships in general with whoever you'd have it with. Um, but yeah, I forgot what I was saying now. But we got one more topic though anyway, right? Have we? No, we spoke about the, the other one, right? What was that other one? I forgot. Code switching at work. We've done that? Yeah, code switching at work. When was the, the first one? Um, women that feel the need to fix men, code and switching. One. And then what it's like to project manage. Oh. Yeah. So, um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Mm. It will come back. But yeah, long story short, do things for people because you want to do it. Like, don't do it because you feel like you have to do it. Don't do things because people try and guilt you. Because people guilt you into doing something. Like you can tell mm. somebody that I can't do this for you. And it's like, oh, but what about when... And that's the other reason why I say do things because you want to do it. Because some people do things so that they can hold it over your head later and try and use it against you. I'm not with that as well. I don't know. I'm just... It wasn't until... I'll now remember what I was going to say. What about this? Sorry, let me just interrupt you. Yeah, yeah? go for it. What about... Because this is a common one, yeah? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For example, you start a business now. Okay, you've, uh, let's just use your podcast. You've got your podcast. Mm-hmm. You post it on social media. Guys, follow my social media. Share my thing. Do you expect your friends to share it? Oh, well, we, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Um, do you know what? There have been certain people that I thought were going to support me. Mm. Um, and they haven't. And it, initially it hurt. I can't lie. But like I said, you're allowed to feel that way. But ultimately, I remember that people don't owe me anything. And some people, when, you fir- when you're first starting out, when you're on the ground coming up, it's kind of hard to give that support. Going back to what you said in terms of supporting black businesses, because people will be posting about Gucci Prada, but your friend started a clothing business and you can't come and post that or you can't even say, OK, let me go and buy one top and just kind of do that. If that makes sense. So going back to that. But um I guess nobody owes me anything. I su- I'm grateful for the people that, that do repost, those who that, those who have featured, those who have, you know, messaged me and said, oh yeah, we listen and whatever. And those who don't, like, I I don't, I don't hold any malice anymore. I was angry mm. at one point. I'm not gonna, I was annoyed, but. But why do you think that is though? Like, do you think, think it's, do you think it's like an envy, jealousy thing? Or do you think it's that they don't see it? I think, or they don't want you to they don't want you to grow ooh, ooh, like what do you ooh. think it is I think it's a different you've, you've said so many different things and each of them could be a checkpoint like it could be some people mentally are not where you're at um and it's not even to be big-headed but in terms of my wisdom I'd say I am pretty wise um so not everybody is in the same headspace that I'm in. So I can understand not everyone's going to see my vision. And that's part of the reason why I do this podcast by myself. And I don't have a co-host because, you know, I know where I want to go with this. And I don't, it's it's not something I take lightly. It's like important to me. Mm. So like, I know I'm going to record every week. I know I'm going to put out an episode every Saturday and Sunday. I know I'm going to, do you know what I mean? Um, some people, it could be envy because I'm doing something that I said I was going to do. I came back 
from like I've been here since what I don't know December and when I came back in January I was like I put out on Snapchat, I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. And the week after, my first episode came out. So whenever I say I'm going to do something, I always do it. Mm. Um, and some people say that they're going to do something and they never do it. It could mm. be that. Um, but based on that, though, mm-hmm. instead of feeling like, feel like they're hating, why don't we feel sorry for them? Like, oh, that's what, what I was Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. because like, I feel like it is, mm-hmm. it's an insecurity thing, mm-hmm. isn't it? Why people don't want to. You see your friend doing something, yeah. this person's, you generally say you have love for this person, yeah. but you don't want to post, support, support yeah. their thing. You yeah. don't want it. I don't know what, why you don't want to, but ultimately I feel like it's something within you. It's an insecurity within you. So instead of like people being angry and be like, oh, this person's hating. Why don't you, I just feel sorry for people. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I just feel like raw. It just means. You're not, that's what I'm saying. You're you not saying? where I am mentally. Yeah. Okay. You're not, you're, we're not, we're not in the same headspace. So for me, like now, if anything, I have, I'll try and apply sympathy or empathy to, to where somebody is at because, um, you know, not everybody's going to be where you are. Some people have to learn from you. Like I, I, I want all my people to be where I am or above me. I don't have an issue with mm. that because, you know, if I'm, if that person's doing well, I, I'm doing well as well. That's how I am. Like. If you're winning, I'm winning too. So I don't want to see people going through hardship or difficulties, but not everybody has that mentality and that's okay. I'm 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 okay with that now. Once upon a time I wasn't, but mm. I am now. And also, mm-hmm. I would say it's part of the process. Like if you when you're starting something, mm. like you said, you've got this vision, mm-hmm. not everyone's gonna understand it. Nope. It's your vision. It's like mine. God is giving you that vision right. for you specifically. So it's like you had this podcast. You mm-hmm. could tell someone about it. They'll be like, mm, "I don't really, I don't really get it." Mm. That's really why I didn't. It. That's why I didn't say mm. it. I just, I just posted the week before. Do you get what I mean? Be like, mm, <laughs> I don't really get it. It don't really make sense to mm-hmm. me. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? But you, in your heart, you have your vision. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. And no one's gonna understand it because it was given to you mm-hmm. by God. Do you mm-hmm. get what I mean? Or whatever, whatever people want to call it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. By the universe, what people, <laughs> what people say. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been given by God to you. Mm-hmm. So. It's up to you to make it happen. It's not up to you to rely on your friends. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And another thing is that one thing I heard recently, I can't remember where it was from, is that an artist, yeah, like a, mu- a musical artist, their biggest fan is not somebody that they know from their neighbourhood. The people from the neighbourhood hate them. Mm-hmm. It's the people that, you know, that no one that, that's never met them before. Mm-hmm. The people from their neighbourhood are like, oh, that's just, that's just my man. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. They, they, they don't... Re- they don't really rate it. Do you get what I'm saying? But then you've got someone else who don't even know you. But these people that know your story, they know where, where you've come from. They know, do you know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. come from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Those those people don't even want to share. But it's the people that don't even know you that support because you. Because it's easy because I think where, it depends on where you meet somebody in your life. So like, I don't know, let's say Beyonce, for example. Somebody who knew her way back when might still just see her as little Beyonce from before. Whereas mm. we see her as like this this star so i think also sometimes that's what it is like when you live level up not everybody sees you know and it's a really good example that you use as an artist you know they might they might just kind of see you as that guy that was just from around the way they don't really know what the the hard work because Mm. a lot of the time when we're doing something like people just see the episode they don't see what goes into the process the process you know people don't see the hard work Mm. that people put in um and a lot of people are not interested in that either. So that's why people don't show it. People just show you the finished product mm. and everyone claps and 
some people are envious because they think, oh, it was easy. No, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy for anybody, you know? Facts. Yeah. But it's just sad. Like, like I said, going back to the self-hatred thing, it's like mm. Nipsey Hustle, he got killed in his own hood. By Loads somebody that he knows? Yeah, by someone that he knows. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Little Snoop. Like, there's a lot of, of artists that they get mm. killed in their own area do you get what i'm saying his... xxx tentacion as well was that, was that in his well, area no, yeah it wasn't wasn't far from where he lives isn't it mm. yeah that's what i'm saying so it's just it's like you're coming back to your area to to show some support to show some inspiration because a lot of the time in the hood it's like people don't have that role model so you've got that role model coming back and then like uh, do you know what i think when you can move out of the hood don't go back it's not safe that's what people are saying it's not safe. i agree it's like safe. i agree with that because it's and not that, safe yeah but at the same time, there needs to be visibility for people that yeah. don't have a role model. Do you get what I mean? I know what you mean, but look at what happens when you go back because hatred and jealousy is like, people will really be like, who do you think you are? Do you know how long I've been putting in my hard work for? And instead of them to have the mentality of, oh, oh my gosh, I now have somebody who's got connections. Let me talk to this person and, you know, like network with them and see who they know and not, not put me on, but have a conversation with me and because it's not easy like okay I've just got there that doesn't mean I can immediately uh, immediately bring people on although I want to be in a position where people are gonna experience nepotism for sure but not everybody has the access so um yeah just just talking to somebody having a conversation mm. with someone like if I you know if I if I see a Jay-Z or a Dizzy I'm gonna sit down and talk mm. to you like and be like how did you do it? How did you do it? Like mm. from the beginning, like to to now, like how did you do this? Um, but some people just see it as, and they're faced by the material wealth that they have, whereas other people see that as an inspiration. But that person, it's not fair on them to risk their life. And, you know, look at where it got Nipsey. But some would say that his legacy is going to live on. Oh yeah, he's a martyr for sure. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like now that he's died, a lot of people have gone back oh, yeah. to listen to to victory lap and all the ones before, yeah. So you got know what I mean? But I don't know. And it's like, like Martin Luther King, all these people. They were martyrs, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, Tupac. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like these people that have changed the world that people still talk about now. Mm-hmm. It's like, they had to, there was some sort of, there was a story in it. There was a yeah. sacrifice. There mm-hmm. was, I don't know. It's sad. It's sad, but it's like, I'll I tell you for free, I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to die in order to get my, my point. What are you saying? What are you saying? You can't, you can't, you're not willing to put your life on the line. I, nope. <laughs> nope. She wants to make her peace now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get my mm. accolades when I'm alive, please. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. With Nipsey, oh, do you know what? With Nipsey is so like, he was just in a different realm and I know that he was in a different realm just listening to his parents like when his mum spoke at his funeral oh my gosh I just I had chills because this is a woman who like she knows life Mm. Um, and even when she spoke after seeing the body she was like you know there's there's no need for you to be upset there's no need for you to mourn he looks like he's at peace like you guys being upset and crying use this energy and channel it into you know bettering the community continue to do all the great work that you do you know what like it was it was really uplifting and and he truly is one of a kind in that sense and that's why i said that he's Mm. a martyr like the martin luther kings these people are martyrs because they're pure good people who were willing to sacrifice themselves in the process to kind of better the um 
the generations to come or the people around them. And unfortunately, people see that and they will try and stop you. Um, but yeah, like I it's said, it's a cold world. It's a cold world, but I don't want to die. <laughs> so, have you watched? Did you watch the BET Awards? No, I didn't. Mm, I ain't watched it yet, to be fair. But I what I saw some speech by um, what's that guy's name? The one that did the uh, Medea and all that. What's his name? Again? Oh um, oh gosh, what's his name? We're moving mad. What's his name? Mm. I know who you're talking about. Oh Tyler my Perry. Day, Tyler, Tyler Perry. Perry. Yeah, yeah. His speech was sick. Like, what did he say? Speech, what did he say? He's basically speaking about like um, making a way, mm-hmm. basically. And he spoke about like how when he started, it's like people, we need to give each other opportunities. We mm-hmm. need to, you know, like. He's very big on that. I can't yeah, lie. That's why, that's part of the reason why he opened up his studio. Yeah. Opened up his studio. That's mm-hmm. what he's speaking about. Like him opening up in his studio in the, in the hood, in, mm-hmm. I think it's in Atlanta, mm-hmm. in the hood where, do you know what I'm saying? People don't have access to opportunities and he just spoke about we need to pave the way basically and give more life or more opportunities to the younger generation coming yeah. up and to our people basically. It's important to and do ownership, that. isn't it? He spoke about ownership as well, like owning your own. Yeah, well, going on from ownership, it is really important. You know, lots of people will spend money on things essentially that depreciate in value as opposed to things that are going to appreciate. And I know it's not easy to, for example, buy property but i think that that's something we should all strive to own something and have something to our name but a lot of people are they don't they don't care to have that um i don't know i want something to pass on to my kids i really do and i will i'm Mm. I'm gonna have something to pass on to them i want to have multiple things to pass on to them personally but that makes sense yeah there's something that um dame dash says it's like Mm -hmm. he says um madman he Dame Dash. Yeah, he's a madman. Don't get me wrong. He 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 drops gems, but it's it's, it's his delivery. His delivery his is delivery mad, isn't is it? Poor. But I feel like it with him. Yeah, I think he, like he just says it how it is. Mm, there you you I've, can I've, say I've things. You don't have to be rude. The, the, the Breakfast what, Club the one. Breakfast Club one yeah, yeah, where he went off on Envy, DJ Envy. That was funny though. <laughs> but I feel like it's um it's a classic interview. Mm-hmm. Like I can watch that interview now, and I get inspired watching that interview mm-hmm. because it's like. Yeah, it's just inspiring. Just his energy, his his perspective. I like I'm his glad, perspective. I'm, I'm glad life. you found his his energy yeah. inspiring. I didn't. I it's perspective, isn't it? It's like everyone's like his perspective is different, isn't it? It's not a common perspective you're gonna get from someone in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? So it's good that we've got people that think like that, and mm-hmm. people who think like that sometimes are considered crazy. No, I Do I, 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 mean? I don't I don't think he's crazy because of his. Don't get me wrong. I respect Dame Dash. In terms of what he's done, he's a visionary. He, you know, from the music artists that he's put on to the movies that he's done, all sorts of things. He's definitely a visionary. I'll give him that. But like I said, I just, sometimes when he talks, he can come across quite preachy. Um, Jay-Z is also guilty of this as well. When he's communicating something, um, it sounds preaching. It doesn't always resonate and... I don't know. It doesn't... Sometimes the way that he says something, he almost comes across as elitist. Um, even though I agree with what he's saying, like mm. your delivery, I don't know, maybe maybe from years of teaching. You you got you have to know your, mm. the audience and... Okay, teaching that. methods and that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it comes across. But um, yeah. back to what I was saying, the quote mm-hmm. is, what is it? Um, we need to start living for our last name and not our first name, basically. What do and you mean it's by like, that? 
so we need to start thinking about generation. We start mm-hmm. thinking about our family, our kids, mm-hmm. our kids' kids, like generational wealth. Do you get what I'm saying? And not just mm-hmm. thinking about, ah, oh, I want clout today. I'm going to be an icon. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Thingy said something as well. Tyler Perry said that as well. Mm-hmm. I want to be an inspiration, not an icon. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. So it's kind of like thinking long term, having a strategy, thinking about your kids. Mm-hmm. When you're making the decision, thinking about, okay, how's this going to affect my kids living mm-hmm. for your last name not your first name mm-hmm. do you get what I mean and I think that sums up I think so. that quite well yeah yeah and I would also say consistency is really important um because a lot of people are looking for instant gratification but the long game mm. just because you're not getting the accolades or let me not even say accolades let me scrap that word just because you're not <laughs> you like that word Cause I feel like you know, it 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 hits differently than rewards or whatever. But <laughs> um, yeah, the the long game, you're still taking steps to get to where you need to get to. It doesn't need to be um, an overnight thing. There's mm. a lot of people that are overnight successes. When they get the success, they 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 don't have longevity. You you need to look for longevity, and not just thinking about now. Think about five, ten years time. Facts, facts. Yeah. So there's that. talking that talk. Yeah. What about you though? Like, who who's your inspiration? Like, where do you get Ooh. your inspiration from? Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> um, where do I get mine? Do you know what? My circle, the circle of people around me, um, inspire me a lot. I will say, like, just the conversations that we have. Um, in my friendship circle, I don't feel there's any pettiness, any bitterness, any envy. None of that. We have lengthy conversations about what we want to do and collaborating in terms of projects and the people I have around me support me and what I do like my really really close people um and I feel like I can tell them anything and I know that whenever they're giving me feedback it's constructive Mm. um it's from a place of love so that's why I want to listen and that's why I'm happy to share whatever it is that you know I'm thinking to do as well so that's dope man um what would you say for people yeah that don't have that because I feel like I speak to so many people and they feel like I can't speak to my friends that's something I hear commonly that's really sad that makes me feel really sad for people I would say do you know what I wasn't always here I wasn't um and it took two people to tell me that my relationship circles or my friendship circle wasn't conducive and I need to change it and I didn't take on board what they said straight away because I always like to give people the benefit of the doubt um and then I started to see things and then distance myself and focus more on people because I feel like when you ask for change or when you look for change change will start to happen Mm. but a lot of people they know that something doesn't make sense but they stay there because it's easy to kind of be content so nah the tables were shaken and now I'm closer to the people that I need to be close with and yeah um I've I've got things I'm gonna be working on so with certain people so yeah it's exciting Makes sense. What about you? Who inspires you? Um, with me, definitely like my circle, having mm-hmm. people around me that hold me accountable, that force mm-hmm. me to level mm-hmm. up. What do they say? Like birds are the same feather flock together. Yeah, yeah. I believe that. That you know, you are. You know, you are your friends, isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. my mum's always said that to me when I was growing up. But I was like, no, nah, you don't know what you're talking about. But you know, when you grow up, you realize that a lot of things they're saying is true. It's true. Um, so yeah friendship groups I read a lot of books mm-hmm. 
yeah books what like 48 laws of power and stuff no not really like 48 laws of power just like um like business books Mm -hmm. inspirational books Mm -hmm. by people who have been who've had a story yeah i read a lot of self-help books yeah Yeah. so like people that have had stories that you know are inspiring people who came from the bottom Mm -hmm. how they did it Mm -hmm. you know the struggles and how they had to persevere that inspires me because you see when you see something being done it shows you that okay this is possible Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of people don't have that they don't have a point of reference to look like oh i can do this because i've seen x y and z do it Mm. do you know what i'm saying so reading books helps me get a different perspective um and then then i've got like my online i haven't got a a personal mentor but there's things there's there's people that say things to me and i grab the good from people like i've got people that have got different perspectives so Mm -hmm. yeah i think and um what inspires me just me i want to be the best version of myself you get what i mean i want to be the best version of myself when i die at my grave or like what are people going to say about you that's important to me yeah that is what legacy are you going to live what legacy are you going to leave you know what i'm saying that's important to me um yeah so that's what inspires me and obviously god again go back to that it's like Mm -hmm. Since I have a relationship with God, like I know that He has a purpose for me. Mm-hmm. I know that there's something that I need to achieve before I leave this earth. Mm-hmm. So that kind of give me that inspires me. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That I don't want to leave this earth and not fulfill my purpose. Yeah, we're on borrowed time. Mm-hmm. Yep, I believe that. That's what I'm saying. So there might be something I need to do that. Okay, th- that's gonna help someone else because of me. They're gonna do what they need to do, or because of me, I'm gonna help someone do something do you yeah. know what i'm saying or just spark some sort of flame in someone's head or do you get what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah man i hear that well guys we've come to the end of the show um so before we round up let's just do your socials one more time so guys you can follow me on all socials at daps meets world um that's d-a-p-s-m-e-e-t-s w-o-r-l-d that meets daps meets world instagram twitter snapchat um yeah man thank you very much for coming on the show i really appreciate it thank you so much for having me i appreciate it i hope you like your sweets oh thank you thanks he's the first guest that brought me something so future people that come on yeah since you don't drink feel free i I will keep it though you never know i might i might slip up one day and just I will drink it. Just because you gave it to me, I'll drink it now. Well, not today. Do you have to take a shot now then? Let's take a shot. I'll take a shot. I'll t- we'll take a shot off air. <laughs> <laughs> um, what now? No, not now. I don't even have a glass. She's in trouble. She'll be in trouble. I don't have a glass. Um, She'll be in trouble. No, if I, if, I, if I drink now, I'm in trouble. I'm going straight to bed. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Um, and of course, you can follow the podcast at uh, Advice with Alex on Twitter and Instagram and you can follow me personally at from Alexandra X on Instagram, Twitter and Snapchat if you feel like it. So guys as always the disclaimer it's not by force for you to take our advice but it's really important to surround yourself with people that are going to motivate you to do better and to constantly self-reflect and I think that that's a been a running theme in a lot of the episodes that we've done. So guys that's it for now until next time. Bye. Peace. Thank you. I think that was good. That was a good episode.